You're listening to the regular podcast from Pete the Vet's blog. This was first broadcast on East Coast FM. Our vet, Pete Wellerburn, is here. Good morning, Pete. Good morning. Good morning. How are we all doing? How's the world of animals? It's great. Great. Yeah. Just getting back into it after coming, up, coming back from my holidays. Yeah, yeah. you were in Greece. I was. I went on a very interesting holiday this year where um, basically... Um, I did a deal through a special website where I looked after somebody's pets and in return they gave us free use of their home and free use of their car. So it's a way of basically getting a holiday for the cost of the flights only. And it's a really interesting new idea that's working out really well and this website's getting increasingly popular. And your obligations? Obligations are to mind the pets um, and that means in this case there were three dogs and four cats. So the dogs had to be taken for a walk every morning Um, and that meant getting up at 6 in the morning in Greece because it's so hot to take them out for 45 minutes every morning and the cats just had to be fed twice a day so they were quite simple Right, is that a holiday, yes? Well, do you know what it was for me? I I think for some people um, the idea of getting up at 6 to walk dogs would be a burden but for me it was a pure pleasure because, well, like the sun was just coming up, it was a beautiful day every day, and you know the the Greek countryside, you know the sort of um, whitewashed stone village. You'd be walking through the village, and there'd be just people beginning to stir, and you'd be uh, saying hello to folk as they went past. So this is just like me going on holidays and bringing sort of a, a couple of record decks <laughs> and a lighting unit, and you know doing a disco at six in the morning. Is it? <laughs> maybe it is a bit. Would you like doing that? Uh, maybe not. Uh, uh, but well, um, I'm, I'm lucky also in that I have a family who are also into animals, so the burden was somewhat shared by by my wife right. and, and and daughters who, okay. who also got the, involved. You were also told you're not coming unless you do. Yeah, go on. Um, the website's called TrustedHouseSitters.com, and you know it's it's you don't need to go for the like seriously like three dogs and four cats was quite a big deal, um, but there are other other um, house sitting. Possibilities that would include, for example, somebody with one cat living in the middle of Paris, and they want somebody to mind their cat okay, for a weekend. Okay, and you would qualify, yeah, very, and be trusted because of your profession. Well, obviously. it would help me as a vet to be obviously to have those skills. But um, you don't have to be a vet. There's lots of people out there who are really good at pet sitting. Who are you know, they, they like animals and they've got experience with animals. And could you go out and enjoy the countryside? Um, well, the thing is, in, in Greece it's so hot in the daytime that once once the dogs had their nice walk in the morning, all they wanted to do was just lounge around. Um, there, there was a big yard. So it didn't so, restrict you? Not at all. You could The, the beach was a 15-minute drive away, so you could just head out for the day okay. once you'd done your duty in the morning. Yeah. All right. Good man, people. Welcome back after <laughs> that rest. Um, <laughs> first question in here is all about um, the pause of my dog. Oh, the the nails seem rather long. Is there a professional way to have them cut? Well, I suppose vets are trained in how long nails should be and in how to trim them um, so they're the correct length. So a vet would be the most qualified person to trim your dog's nails. At the same time, you don't need to go to vet college for five years to learn how, how to trim dog's nails. And so, um, you know pet groomers, um, vet nurses, um, people who um, just have experience and some knowledge of of, um, of dog's claws would be well able to do that for you. I would say to most people, the best thing is to go to somebody who knows what they're doing to be shown how to do it 
and then often you can clip your dog's nails yourself. And what do you have to be careful of? Not going about too far to the quick, is it? Yeah, the the the, the a dog's nails are just like our human fingernails, if you know what I mean. And the the um, so just like we've got a quick they've got a sensitive piece of tissue underneath the nail. So if you take too much of the claw off, you actually cut into the... be like literally cutting into the top of somebody's finger. Oh, yeah. It really hurts them a lot. Yeah. So you have to be sure not to do that. It's easy in a dog with... Um, white nails because you can see the pink quick underneath the white nail if they've got dark brown or black nails or claws it's very hard to see where the quick is so you need to judge that based on your experience and that's where it's a bit tricky and that's oh, why right. you know um, rather than just lashing on with it yourself you're better to get somebody who knows what they're doing to show you how to do it at least the first time okay Declan can you ask Pete whose idea is it to microchip dogs it's whose idea well it's it's a it's a general principle which has come into, I suppose, um, it's been become possible in the last 20 years and it's become increasingly popular. So this, the month, it's good that somebody mentioned that because this month of September is National Chipping Month and um, people are able to get their pets microchipped for free or for for a much reduced charge during this next coming month. Um, and also people can go to um, vets and pet shops and get their pets scanned to make sure that if they have a chip, make sure that it's correctly registered. Um, microchipping is going to be compulsory in dogs in Ireland in the next 18 months. The final date hasn't been set yet, but it but it, it, it's great that it's going to be because this is something which will possibly finally sort out the stray dog problem. At the moment, if a dog is found wandering, gets taken to the pound, it gets scanned, there's no microchip, what happens? Uh, it stays in the pound five days and then it may be put down. Now, if every dog is microchipped, a wandering dog gets scanned by the dog warden, straight away the dog warden will have the details of the owner and the problem is solved. Okay, trace back. Uh, another one, Pete, is it safe? This is uh, agricultural, Pete, see how you get on anyway. Uh, Pete, is it safe to put regular shop-bought bark in for laying hens to pick around, says Anne-Marie. Um, not too agricultural, that one. I keep hens myself. Hens, of course you do. Hens yes. have made it, in, <laughs> made it into suburban Ireland. Um, I don't see what's wrong with regular shop-bought bark. Um, you know, uh, basically what you need to have is a substrate in a hen house, something that's dry and absorbs fluid a bit, um, and um, bark ticks those boxes, so why not? Right, but uh, the shop-bought bark... I don't see why not. Yeah, there's not different types, to. is there? What could be the danger? Poisonous stuff or something? I suppose if you got some sort of, if, you, yeah. if there was some sort of um, wood that was toxic, like yew tree or something like that, or if there was, yes, if there was bark that was designed for something that had been treated with a, with a strong antifungal or antipesticide, but I think that's probably pretty unlikely. I would. Right. I don't know why you would choose bark, though. I would rather choose sawdust. Sawdust is great stuff. You can buy big bales of sawdust for less than a tenner and it does a really good job at, at, uh, um, for poultry right okay so That's how many nice hens have you got we've got five right and who looked after them when you were on holidays did well, you get the person <laughs> grease over <laughs> it's a really good question we, ha we have a very good friend who lives close to us and she kind of looks after them alright Pete we've all enough of, of your holiday all of okay. our animals all of our all animals alright Pete Weatherburn there from Bravet and uh, you can uh, hear this broadcast again and uh, have a look at Pete's website which is petethevet.com thanks very much indeed Pete thank, thank you talk to you as always